0: Hey, Temple family, so good to connect together in this way this morning, uh, doing this in a little bit of a new format as we're transitioning here in these days. And what we want to do from the very beginning is let one another know that we're here, that we're connected and that we're watching. And so the way we want to do that is we want each one of us to figure out how many days old we are as of today. Now, there's a simple way to do that. If you just look beneath this video, there's a link uh, to a website that will open up in another window. You'll still be able to hear me. um, That will help you figure that out. You just enter your date of birth and then click today, and then it will auto-feed the number of days old you are. We want you to come back to this video and comment beneath this how many days that is. So figure that out. If you're old school and you want to like get on an abacus and do like 365 times the number of years I'm doing, then you can do that. Feel free to show off if you do it old school with a piece of paper or whatever. Uh, but the rest of us, let's just use the link and let it do the math for us. Uh, and I know what some of our parents are thinking. I have to do math on Sunday morning. I'm already figuring out how to do this remote learning with my kids. And I'm very sorry, but we will do the work for you if you just click that link. Um, And what's exciting is uh, I'm looking forward to see how many days old Kit Collins is. That's right, Temple family. Kit Collins has been watching our videos and following along from Kentucky. And uh, so he might break the Internet with the number of days he posts on that comment here in just a couple minutes. I'm excited about that. And uh, here's the thing. I I thought of this this week when Kit and I were communicating with each other. I know my mom is watching from Florida, right? She watches every week. So what that means now is, between Kentucky and Jacksonville, Florida, we officially now have a national audience at Temple Baptist Church. That's how big of a deal we've become in the midst of all this, right? That's pretty awesome, so yay us. Um, And so if you're just now logging on and just now joining us, we are all figuring out how many days old we are. And uh, you can look at the first link underneath this video, and it'll help you do that. It'll open up a link. Uh, That'll do the math for you to figure that out. We want you to comment beneath this video how many days old you are. And the good thing about all of this, especially this interactive way, is a finely... Jonathan Galloway can be on Facebook while I'm preaching on purpose and like not be in trouble for it. Like isn't that great, Jonathan? Congratulations. Uh, you finally get to be on Facebook and not get in trouble for it. It's pretty awesome. Um, so while you, while you are figuring out how many days old you are and commenting that below, uh, I do want to say a special thank you before we jump into our talk this morning, uh, to some of you who have sent in some really helpful, encouraging words in the midst of all this. Um, those of you who've said, "Hey, uh, we just think it 's amazing that it took a global pandemic for you to preach shorter. Um, thank you for those encouraging words uh, really really grateful for that boost there uh, and then those of you who 've sent in messages telling me that like you 've been watching the sermons uh with no pants on i i let 's not send that encouragement in anymore like maybe let's that's just be something for you and your family because um, it 's really disturbing uh, to to think think about what's happening on the other side of this camera lens. Um, But we we also want to say a big thank you to Kerry Adcock, uh, who let me know that he's he's been encouraged in all of this by being able to fast forward the boring parts of my sermon uh, and mute what he doesn't like. Uh, That's been just a, a real shot in the arm. Uh, so, yeah, we we love the encouragement going on here. Do you feel the love? Okay, so hopefully you've all had time to figure out how many days old you are, and uh, hopefully you've actually commented that below so we can see that number. And uh, that's more than just uh, for us to see your number. It's to be able to see that we're together, that we're together in this, that, that this time where we feel uh, like we're miles away from each other, because physically we are, we're actually still really connected. And thank God that we live in this day and age that we can be as connected as we are, uh, so thank thank you for participating in that together. Because the reality is, I've never seen anything like this, right? As a matter of fact, I, I've talked to some of our members who've lived a lot longer than me who've said they've never seen anything like this in their lifetime either. And what that means is, this is new. We're kind of figuring this out day by day. What does this look like uh, for for our jobs? What does this look like for our ministry? What does this look like for the school and the daycare and And what is this going to look like in the next chapter? And and what we realize is this is new. This is new all the way around. But man, God has some amazing things to say about new. And one of those things that he says is in one of my favorite passages of Scripture. And I I know those of you who've been at Temple as long as I have or longer, you've heard me in the last 11 years talk about these set of verses a good bit. But man, I think the, the Lord has a word for us this morning. From Lamentations chapter 3. Looking at just two verses this morning, verses 22 and 23, we read this. The steadfast love of the Lord. I mean, by itself, isn't that beautiful? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And we're watching this whole, like, shutdown. And we're seeing pictures, right, of New York City streets looking empty. And and, and here's, here's the hard truth. Many of our temple family, your businesses have ceased or you've been furloughed or, or, or lost jobs. And man, there's a lot of stuff that seems to be ceasing right now. And I just want you to know, friend, one of the things that has not ceased and will not cease and cannot be ceased is the steadfast love of the Lord over you. It never, ever Comes to an end. It never shuts down. It never gets furloughed. It never gets put on timeout. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The, the verse goes on to say that his mercies never come to an end either. They are new every morning. Every morning, w- without end, the mercies of the Lord are new for us. That word new is an amazing word, because when we think about that every morning they're new, it sounds kind of like a renewal, right? Uh, A bunch of us have subscriptions to Netflix that we're finally getting our money worth right now, and it renews every month, or if we're set up for for, uh, annual billing, it renews every year. This idea that his mercies are new every morning isn't like a renewal. It isn't new as in it's over and over and over again, which would be amazing enough, right, that his mercies never end their every day, they're, they're starting over again. No, it, it's a Hebrew word called hadas, which means unique. Never having existed before. Brand new as in custom. Brand new as in special made. And so the new mercies of God for us today aren't just fresh. They're uniquely designed and built by God. For whatever we're facing today. And the idea is they're, they're new or they're custom made for what? They're custom made for the situations we'll face. They're custom made for our family and what we're going through. They're custom made for what's happening around us. And the answer to, to what that is, is all of the above. That God is designing mercy right now for tomorrow for your family. But before you even woke up. He had unique, custom-made mercy for whatever you're walking through today. About two years ago, I, I read an incredible quote that came to my mind as I was praying for some of our families this week. And now, having read this a couple years ago, it almost seems prophetic. But author Mark Batterson wrote this. He said, just as the seasonal flu vaccine changes from year to year, God's mercy changes from day to day. And then he wrote this. It's a new strain of mercy every day. Man, isn't that incredible? We've got some of the most brilliant medical minds in the world right now working on how to come up with a cure to the coronavirus. They're working around the clock with unlimited funds. And the fact is, they're doing so in a bit of a panic today. But our God, completely unpanicked, completely unrattled, He's at work today, too. He's at work designing a special, unique, custom-made strain of mercy just for you. And it's uniquely designed. He's doing that for every one of his children all over the world today, individually. That's the magnitude and the power and the authority of our God on our behalf. So we have hope today because we believe we'll have fresh mercy tomorrow. It's an everyday kind of thing. And, and we've talked before about the, the daily nature of the character of God, the, the daily dependence on Him that He's daily drawing us to Himself. In Psalm 68 verse 19 we read, Blessed be our Lord who daily bears us up. Every day He's, he's lifting us up. Paul in his second letter to the Corinthians talks about the fact that we're, we're not going to lose heart. Even though the outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches us how to pray that we would ask for daily bread. And then there's this amazing verse later in that chapter, in in Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus says this. Do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Maybe you've heard the phrase before, don't borrow from tomorrow's trouble. Don't borrow from tomorrow's trouble because when we get up tomorrow, there'll be whatever trouble there is. And and listen, for some of us, that's changing on a day-to-day basis. But the message of hope that's offered in Jesus is way more than that. Jesus is saying, don't borrow from tomorrow's mercy. Because you'll have a fresh supply. You don't have to live on tomorrow's grace and you don't have to live on yesterday's grace because they're custom made every single day for you. So we call one another today to rest in the mercy that we have for today. And all of the unanswered questions about tomorrow and how long is this going to last and what's it going to look like? Listen, we we don't have answers to those questions, but that's okay. We don't have that mercy yet either. But we think when that answer comes, there's going to be fresh mercy for whatever that answer looks like, because that's the faithfulness of our God, which is the rest of our text this morning. The end of verse number 23, the the writer goes from talking about the steadfast love of the Lord, from talking about the mercy of God, that it's new every morning custom made. And then it's like in the middle of writing that he just begins to praise God and he cries out, great. Great. Is your faithfulness. See the fact is. Whatever number of days old you are. If if you figured that out at the beginning of this. And if you commented. If you haven't yet. You can do that when we're done. But that number doesn't just represent the number of days you've lived on planet earth. That number represents the number of days. That a holy. Sovereign. All powerful God. Has designed custom-made mercy available for you and if he has done that for that many days then i trust his faithfulness that tomorrow morning before the sun comes up he's going to have custom mercy for tomorrow too as we're gathering together in this moment today i personally have lived for 15,629 days And when I say that number, it makes me think maybe my boys are correct and I'm ancient. But it means more than just that I've lived 15,629 days. It means I've experienced 15,629 remembrances, reminders that my God is faithful, that he's for me, that he's with me, that his mercy will meet me in my need. And if I've experienced that for 15,629 times already... I can trust it for tomorrow. Let me close with this story that I've shared before. I was at a funeral a couple of years ago and heard a pastor share the story of how he came to faith as a teenager. He was led to Jesus by a friend in high school who was on fire for the Lord and and wouldn't stop talking to him about Jesus. And after this pastor gave his life to Christ as a teenage boy, he was discipled by his best friend's mom. Fast forward to their adult years, these two best friends from high school are grown up, and this pastor's best friend's mom, who had discipled him, began to battle cancer. The battle was long and drawn out and and rounds of, of chemotherapy, and after this long process, she ended up passing away. After her funeral, this pastor said, my best friend from high school brought me his mom's journals and said, I think she would want you to have her prayer journals. And, and like a holy gift, he began to read through them, this woman who had mentored him in his faith. And as he got closer to her battle with cancer, he began to see her end every day with the same phrase. I can't wait until midnight. He would read again the next day, I can't wait until midnight. And there were days where she was just crying out to God and then she would end with, I can't wait until midnight. And some days, as her battle was getting harder and harder with cancer, there were days that the only thing she wrote in her prayer journal that day was the phrase, I can't wait until midnight. Towards the end, he said there were some days where there was only one word written for that date. It was the word midnight. And finally, this pastor said, I called my friend from high school and said, what is this phrase about? I don't understand why she keeps saying this. And this was his answer. He said, my mom so strongly believed in this text from Lamentations chapter 3 that she truly believed there was a fresh dose of mercy waiting for her at midnight every night. She was that dependent on the mercies of God to strengthen her and to renew her hope. And here's the deal, friends. I believe tomorrow morning there will be fresh mercy for you, and the day after, and the day after. So continue to look for him. Continue to wait with expectant hope for midnight. We love you. We can't wait to see you soon.